Welcome to What's Your Jersey Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Marfuji, and we are coming to you straight from quarantine. Still here, guys. Still staying at home, socially distancing. Uh, We are going to have so many tips for you this week. I have a return guest. I know a lot of you are a big fan of her podcast. You can't sit with me. Uh, actually, the first time she did What's Her Jersey, she predicted this pandemic. She was giving us Amazon links for face masks back in December. So um, this girl knows what's up. I definitely recommend paying attention and taking all of the tips that she gives you. Um I I like to think of her as the Emma Roberts of quarantine coming straight from Switzerland. Yeah, she is quarantined in Switzerland. So that's how cool this episode is. We actually were able to podcast socially distanced across many ponds. Um, Yes, Deanna Espier is here. And you know what? We got real. We talked about anxiety, depression, and, you know, just getting through your days of quarantine. Uh, But we laughed a lot. And my favorite thing about the podcast uh, was she gave us so many shopping tips for her skincare routines. If you go on her Instagram at Deanna Espier, she has flawless skin and she's kept it up during quarantine. And I wanted as a Mother's Day present to all of you to get all of her secrets. Uh, So we did a lot of talk about that. We talked about um, Mother's Day gifts. Uh, This episode is dropping today, Friday. And so you still have some time before Mother's Day to get some gifts. A lot of the skincare uh, things that she did recommend, you can buy at Target, believe it or not. So you can go to Target. Target is opened and you can get your mom a fun little skincare basket. If you're like me, who is across the country from her mom, I definitely ordered stuff. And of course, it's being delayed. So sorry, bombshell in. Uh, your Mother's Day presents aren't getting there for another week. And you know what, guys? It's quarantine. It's okay. I feel like we're all doing our best. Uh, so I hope you guys love the episode. We also talked a lot of fun stuff. I know we always try to do a little sports segment and we talked The Last Dance, uh, the series with Michael Jordan on ESPN. We also talked, you know, Hannah Ann from The Bachelor dating an NFL player. That's sport and The Bachelor is sport for Deanna. So it was very on brand with her. So you'll get all the scoop there. And a lot of the things that Deanna loves to talk about on You Can't Sit With Me are her reality TV show obsessions, her friends. So she dropped some scoop about Vanderpump and, um, very cavalry and you know we just get into it she rates all of her vanderpump rules reunion looks um opinions because she's got a lot of opinions guys so we definitely keep it fun we also give you great great suggestions on what to watch i know we've run through all our netflix binging hbo binging so we talk a lot about what we're watching now hopefully you guys like it um And that's about it. I also just want to let you guys know we're doing a PlyoGym Zoom class tomorrow. That's Saturday, 10 a.m. And we're donating um, a lot of the proceeds to Feeding America, which is a charity that, you know, 
feeds America basically and people that can't afford to buy food. It's an amazing cause. I will be teaching along with Jason and Stacy, the founders of Plyo Jam. And I think there's a few other Plyo Jam instructors who are also going to be teaching. If you want to sign up, I think there's only 20 tickets left. It's only $15. And all you have to do is go on to plyojam.com. It's going to be so much fun. And I know it's so hard for me to work out and get that heart rate up. And this will be an excuse because you signed up, you paid for it. And uh, you know, I'll be there. And yeah, so let me know if you're going to do it. Also, I will be doing a Mother's Day class on Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And that'll be on my Instagram and Facebook lives. Hopefully they work. They've been shutting off a lot, but we just keep going through. Can't sweat the small stuff. I literally, in the beginning of quarantine, when these technical difficulties would happen, would lose my shit. I would cry. I would get so upset and frustrated and just put so much pressure on myself. And now, you know what? We can't control this. We just got to keep going. So it is what it is. Um, Also, if you haven't watched Jerry Seinfeld's Netflix special, I can't believe I just said it is what it is because he does a whole bit on hating people that say it is what it is, but it is. Um, If you don't want to say it is what it is, you can say que cazzo, which is what we like to say in my family. It means what the fuck in Italian. Sorry for cursing, but not sorry. Uh, so yeah, check out the Plyo Gem classes. Uh, my Instagram is at Jacqueline Marfuji. Uh, my name, Jacqueline Marfuji on Facebook. So they'll be there. Also, check out my TikTok. Guys, I know I'm not a 16-year-old, but uh, I've been having fun with TikTok. Uh, and, you know, do some challenges. Do some dances. The main squeeze has been getting in on the fun with me. So check that out. It's at the Jacqueline Marfuji. Also, I'm in charge of the Plyo Jams TikTok. So please, please, please follow Plyo Jams TikTok. We've been highlighting so many instructors. And if you guys want to get in on the action, send us your dances. We'll post it. Send us your Plyo Jam moves. We, we love hearing from you guys. So again, just DM me um, and I'll say hi and get back to you. Okay, guys, that's enough talk and shop. I feel like that's all um, I have. News-wise for you guys, oh, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You've been leaving some awesome reviews. They made me so happy. I just saw two new ones that just made my day. So I really, really appreciate it. Um, So yeah, I'm not a mom. But I would take a Mother's Day gift. Um, And the best gift you could give me is reviewing the podcast. So definitely do that, Um, please. And yeah, happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. I have so much respect for you. I can't believe you're getting through this quarantine with kids in the house. I can barely get through it with just my main squeeze in the house. So you guys are goals. And I hope you have a great day. And without further ado, please enjoy the exquisite, the funny, and the real as fuck Deanna Espier. Meatballs, we're in such, we're in store for such a treat because we started out this quarantine with this hot AF queen and we are ending this quarantine with this incredible, incredible human being. Guys, everyone, welcome back, Deanna Espier. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I can't believe you're saying so many nice things about me. Also, I didn't know you guys were out of quarantine now. We, everything's being like lifted. So we're still like in like a stay-at-home order-ish, but parks are opening, beaches are opening, 
like stores, apparently toy stores and bookstores are a thing. So that's opening. Um, So I feel like we're slowly coming out. I don't really want to leave the house yet. I'm not ready, but I feel like a lot of people, I'm looking out my window and there's already people walking around without masks, just going about their everyday lives. Like we're not in a natural pandemic. Just because things are open doesn't mean that you should be going out without a mask. Exactly. Thank you. I don't get it. Like, keep your mask on, people. Um, um, we we how- kind of ended our quarantine here in Switzerland, but it's been very different. Like, no toy shops for us. It's all like hairdressers and cosmetic stuff, like, um, you know, estheticians. <gasps> Wait a second. Have you been yeah. able to get your hair done? Well, I have been able to, but I haven't gone because I'm not ready to go yet. But my mom has been doing my hair for me. Oh, God. You're not a hot little She's not a hairstylist, but um, we she helped me move my tapes back up, you know, my tape and extensions. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Do you know, I am so, I am so jealous of your extension game right now. I, I well, need a no. new... So the thing is, I push them up and my actual hair is longer than my extensions now. So because I had cut my extensions. And so now I, you know, she cut my own hair as well. I don't know. It's it's not great, but it's okay-ish. Um, well, I think you look amazing. Uh, one of my Mother's Day gifts to my mom and all the moms out there is having you on the podcast because I feel like... (laughs) (laughs) No, because I feel like you... You just curate such amazing content where you you let us know all of the best skincare tips, the best hair tips, the best Pilates, hot body, like all the tips. So we are just going to get into it because I have just completely stand you during this entire quarantine, before the quarantine too. But I feel like everyone else, all the meatballs, we need to know everything you've been doing, everything you've been loving, just because I feel like a clueless little swamp creature over here. This is the first time that anyone's told me that they stand me. (laughs) That's all I needed during this quarantine. Oh, good, good. I'm happy I could deliver. Um, So wait, I want to know what, give us your skincare routine because you, your skin has been so flawless and you just look so fresh, especially for someone who's just been sitting in the house for 60 days. Um, So my skincare routine is use a filter on Instagram. Number one, <laughs> before you invest in any form of skincare, just use a good filter. So I usually use the retro tan, which then I saw you and Hannah started using and were laughing at because it was so dark. But for me, it worked wonders. Oh, yeah. I'm jealous because on me, I look like tan mom's like psycho daughter. It's awful. Yeah, no, I love it on me. But you have to only use it when the lighting is super, super bright so that it's not too overwhelming. So like use it right by a window or something. And so that's like my filter that I use because I can't... I used to use those crazy filters that make you look completely, you know, Botoxed and injected. But um, I decided to go for the more subtle ones and I'd rather have a tan than huge lips. And so that's my skincare tip. But for the actual skin... 
I've done so many things. So I started using this brand called Verst and I, you've probably seen them on Instagram or, you know, on Revolve and they're very inexpensive and it's all, you know, natural ingredients, very specific and to the point. So I use their balm cleanser. I use their exfoliating toner. Then I use their moisturizer and they also have a retinol serum that I use at night. So the entire line is super good. And that's what I've been using during quarantine. Also, because, you know, we can't get facials during quarantine. I've been steaming with my, you know, little steam, like face, hot face steamer. So that basically brings out all the nasty things to the outer layers and then, you know, opens up your pores and then you're ready to just do extractions. And then for my extractions, I've been using a Hydra Flash, which is... um I think that's what it's called. It's this little device that kind of vibrates and it has kind of a plate at the tip and you just kind of rub it against your skin, you know, in your T-zone and it just takes out all your blackheads. And then there's also a Tweezerman blackhead extractor that looks like tweezers, but it's shaped perfectly. It doesn't damage the skin and then you can get all these blackheads out. So that's what I've been doing quite a lot, but it's necessary. (laughs) And you know what? We have time, so it's okay. <laughs> That's what hundred percent. Um, you can get a face steamer on Amazon for twenty bucks. I think the the Tweezer Man extractor was also somewhere around twenty dollars. So you have time. You know, it's not a huge uh, um, a huge investment. The, the 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 machine, the device that I use is pricier, but I really like it. I I've been using it all the time, and it's really helped my skin. Uh, I am shocked that you could find a steamer for 25. There was one that Lauren Everts had posted for Skinny Confidential. It was like a bright pink one. I think it was almost like 50. And I was so close to buying it, but I wanted to wait until I talked to you because I was like, I know she knows a better deal. Yeah. Um, There's so many on Amazon that are super cheap and inexpensive. Um, and I, you know, I actually, before even the quarantine, I was using a face steamer, like probably ev- every single day. I use a face steamer really? every single day. Yeah. Um, I just found you one right here for $36 and it looks really good. What a goddamn angel. Um, everyone, you can tell the meatballs where they can like find all your stuff because you usually post Amazon links to everything. Yes. Um, I do. So on my stories, I post everything on my stories, um, but I can send you a bunch of links. I'm actually going to send you this link to the chat so you can share um, in the description if everyone wants to go and purchase these items. So there you go. You can see it in the chat. I sent you a link. I'm going to send you links as we go. (laughs) I love that you... Is it versed or versed? I never know how to say it. Versed. Versed. See, I I feel like they even... They sell stuff at Target, right? Like it's very accessible to find all their their um, products. It is very accessible, but I don't know why it's really worked for me. I think that they have all these, you know, ingredients that normally are so hard to find, you know, in all these skincare lines. You know, I needed an, an exfoliating toner. They had one. I needed a cleansing balm. They have one. I needed um, retinol. They have it. So I just think they... You know, they tap all these different things that you want from a skincare line. And I found that they were very, they were very effective on me. If they are not sponsoring you, they should be after this podcast. Um, Let me tell you. I want to know. Okay. So I had just gotten, it was like a retinol eye cream 
And I woke up and I was so puffy under my eyes. I think it was just too strong. And so I do want to say, guys, you have to like try different products and see what works for you because what did not work for me, I'm sure works for a lot of women. So I'm now looking for another eye cream that's not going to make me swollen and puff me up. I'm more looking for like... You can always use an ice roller in the morning, but I've never personally used retinol on my eyes because I have very thin skin under my Mm -hmm. eyes. So I just, I'm very careful. I try to like apply the least things as I can under my eyes just because my skin is so thin. But um, if you're puffy, you can always de-puff with, you know, an an ice roller. Ah, well... We have made it to a fun little game I wanted to play with you. Um, It's a would you rather quarantine with game. So I'm just going to give you a bunch of different options because one of my favorite things about Deanna is that you are unfiltered and you have many opinions about a lot of people. So very much so. (laughs) So I don't know about you, but I feel like reality TV has been getting me through this quarantine and I figured maybe we'd um, play this game with a few of your favorite or least favorite reality TV stars. Are you ready? This might become my new favorite game. (laughs) Awesome. And you can comment. You can give us all the details on all your opinions. Okay. Will do. Deanna, would you rather be quarantined with Bachelor Pete or Vanderpump's Max? Definitely Pete. <laughs> I know Max. It's kind of an unfair. I know Max, but um, you know Pete. Pete. All right. Um, I, I had him. Pete is more self-aware, although he is super clumsy. He's he has more self-awareness and is more aware of what he is doing wrong and how he affects people, whereas Max does not care. And I feel like Pete could just give you like private flights back and forth from Switzerland to LA. I definitely need Pete on my side because as I'm stuck in Switzerland crying every day, Pete could maybe be the solution to my problem. Oh, yes. There you go. Good point. Good point, Jackson. I know, right? He just, I never liked Pete until this quarantine started. And I was like, well, I never liked him. Now I'm going to have to track him down. Wait, you've been crying every day. Why? What's going on? Not like crying every day, but you know, it's very up and down. Like I'm not at my house. I'm not home. Yeah. I'm away from my friends. I'm away from my work. I'm away from my place. And you know, it's very unsettling, but you know, I'm not going to complain. I'm healthy. I'm fine. I'm staying with my family. They're being lovely. They're great to me. I'm safe. You know, I have my medical insurance here, but it's always just a very bitter feeling to not be in your own home for such an extended period of time. So, you know, and it's been, it's, it's made it hard, you know, even for podcasting, I, I'm usually way more upbeat and fun and, you know, have more of a comedic tone. And now I feel like I've, I'm not, I've, I've, I've not lost that, but I feel like it's coming out less because I'm just, you know, it, it, being stuck at home doesn't really inspire fun and, you know, good dialogue in my opinion. <laughs> Oh my God. It's so funny. I didn't even ask you how you were doing at the beginning of this podcast because I feel like it's my least favorite conversation I have with people because we're all like, (laughs) like, what are we doing? Yeah, we're fine. We're stuck at home. How am I doing? I don't know. (laughs) It's so funny because it's my least favorite conversation with people. However selfish this may sound, I don't care. I just don't like having that conversation. I know. (laughs) I don't want to know. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god, no. I was watching Tom Segura, a comedian. He has a Netflix special and he has a whole joke about this where like you there's two answers to how you're doing. It's either fine, which means you're not doing great, or it's great when you're doing great. And that's it. Like don't go yeah. into it. I mean, don't there's, really- there's, there's another answer that you're forgetting and that he forgot as well that I should probably, you know, make him aware of is the people who are actually thriving during this quarantine, which annoy me the most. <laughs> you know, the people who look their best and who feel their best and who who have had emotional breakthroughs and those people can go fuck themselves because I it bugs me. Oh my yeah. god. Yes. I'm like just getting puffier and puffier. I have like a I have a quarantine layer and I'm fine with it. Like it's oh just god. like that. You know what happened to me today? Oh my what? gosh. So um my parents' employee um, she speaks Spanish and she came to me and she was like, Diana, um, you're so much better looking in real than you are on Instagram. And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, you know, you're too skinny on Instagram. You're just like, you're more in shape in real life. And I was like, no, bitch, that's the quarantine weight. That's not Instagram. I'm reposting old photos. Okay. Posting old photos, but I don't look bigger in real. I am. Oh my god, that's amazing! Another that's one like- of my least favorite conversations. Having to justify that it's not that I'm different in real; it's just that I've put on weight. <laughs> exactly. No, you are so hot in person, though. I mean, I haven't seen you in sixty days, maybe. Um, but for real, you have like no. We're not even going to go there yet because I want to talk all the things like body workouts, whatever. I also feel really You're bad the because everyone- person. You're the workout person. You know. I know, but I also feel like a an asshole, but like not because everyone keeps posting memes. Like I don't want to see your like quarantine workouts, but like I genuinely am doing them just to like keep myself accountable. You don't have to justify yourself. I am, I make fun of quarantine workouts and quarantine whipped coffees and I have done the workouts and I have done the whipped coffee. So, you know, (laughs) it's low hanging fruits, you know, from a standpoint. So we'll make fun of it, but let's face it. No one is going to sit at home, not make a banana bread, not make an iced coffee, not work out and not do a fucking beauty routine. Are we gonna what so what? We're gonna go out and become cavemen? No, thank you. <laughs> I love it. All right. Uh okay. Who would you rather quarantine with? Hannah Ann or Hannah Brown? Hannah Ann or oh, definite oh no, because Hannah Brown has been so they've both been so annoying. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Let me think. Ooh. I, I oh, that's a really hard one. I think it's gonna have to be Hannah Brown. Yeah, me too. That's who I would pick. Just, it, just- it was very hard, though. It's a hard one because she was so annoying during this quarantine. She was so unbelievably happy that I could have like punched her in the face um, with, you know, no remorse, no empathy, no, you know, no sensitivity towards what's happening. But um, it would still be her over Hannah Ann and her, you know, weird dolly looking Instagram photos and motivational captions. Oh my God, the captions. We talked about that on your fabulous podcast. You can't say Yeah, and I've been, using, I've been using that with other people, what you said. She looks like a puppy that's being hauled by her owner on social media <laughs> with like a motivational caption. <laughs> oh my gosh, by the way, 
<laughs> what? Like a famous like Instagram Pomeranian that's being like, <laughs> you know, hauled on Instagram by her owner. Oh my God. I, by the way, Luna brought me so much joy this morning when I watched, um, you guys have to, when you posted the video, was it a TikTok? Like what, watch what your dog does when, oh my God, it was like perfectly timed. It's not on my TikTok. No, I posted it on stories, but it wasn't timed. That's genuinely her reaction to the noise. That's incredible. Like that's what she does when she hears a noise. She tilts her head like from left to right. It's so funny, guys. If you want to spark joy, just watch videos of Luna Deanna's dog, and you will have a better day immediately. How Marie um, Kondo of you spark joy? I'm loving this lingo. Oh man, it's well. You're the first person I've talked to in a few days. <laughs> it's bringing up a lot. <laughs> Okay. Um, who would you rather quarantine with, Stassi or Kristen? Mm, that's also a hard one. I know I, it's a really tough one. I used to be a Stassi stan, um, yeah. and I'm not anymore because she's annoyed me this season, and I just think that she she just bugs me this season. I don't know why. She doesn't seem nice. She doesn't seem genuine. I feel like she's too, like, loves herself too much, and I think I would have – a better time with Kristen, who is, you know, a messy drunk, which, you know, probably would be more entertaining during quarantine, but who also is a very maternal person and very motherly from what I've heard. So she would like probably cook really cool stuff and, you know, clean the house. And so probably with Kristen. That's, that's, she is very much like that. Like when we were doing our comedy shows and stuff, she was like the mother hen of the group. So yes, that's a good choice. Yeah, that's Um, what I heard. Also, also, you know, I don't need a little fashionista right next to me during quarantine. I want someone who makes cute, casual t-shirts like Kristen, who's maternal, motherly, cooks, cleans, and is a messy drunk. So it would probably be Kristen. I want to know, what did you think of the Vanderpump reunion looks? Like, I want to know your, like, best, worst, what you you would wear yourself. Would you wear any of those? Oh, I need to go look. I haven't seen Vanderpump Rules. You haven't seen them? Oh, okay. I'm on Instagram, but I didn't uh, really... Okay, the spoilers. Okay. So who do we have? Lisa. Okay. Ooh, okay. That's great. So let's start with Ariana. Don't like it. I like the pop part, but I just think it looks like an old lady's ball gown. And also, I know for a fact, because, you know, Dana told me that they asked them to really dress up for this, even though they were doing it from home. But I think that they should have told them, go a little bit more casual for this one, because it's going to look off recording from home in a ball gown, you know? Yeah, like, I don't know if they were trying to be comedic with it, but it just fell flat. You know, like it just didn't make sense. Don't like Bo's fashion. Don't like the shirt. Please grow up. <laughs> um, Brett is Brett is wearing a blue blazer with black pants, faux pas. No bueno for me. Um, Brittany's cute. Brittany's cute. Not the most fashion forward as per usual, but that's a cute dress. She looks very Southern Belle. Very you know, Southern Belle. On brand for her. Very on brand with this season. Let's see what's next. Charlie Burnett, whatever the fuck her name is. Tacky. No, thank you. That looks like the kind of dresses you would buy from Misguided when you were 18, trying to look, you know, 
like an old woman when you went clubbing. Next. Yeah, like I feel like I'd rather just see Charlie in like a string bikini for the reunion. Like just put it out there. Like just, I don't want to see a boring, like that's like worse than the Sir uniform. But I will give it to her. I will give it to her. At least it's a little more casual than the ball gowns. It's an at home reunion look, but I just think that it's just boring. Um, yeah. Okay. Danica, love. Thank you. <laughs> what do you think of Danica? Um, I think it's cute. I think her hair and makeup looked amazing. Like, I think she did a really great job on it. I listened to your podcast with her and Dana, and it sounds like she's really like stepping it up in quarantine just just for her boyfriend if anything like she if anyone's like taking care of herself and made sure all the maintenance is happening it's her so i definitely expected her to be like top notch she is thriving during quarantine which is terribly annoying really? but i actually really like her <laughs> i was like oh my god i can't because i'm quarantined with my boyfriend and everything she said i was like god damn it i'm i need to step it up but I think her relationship is newer than yours. And so here's the thing. I love, I love the, I love the whole thing Danica did. I think she looks amazing. She really knows how to look after herself. She's got it down. Okay. Yeah. Dana, she's one of my really good friends and I'm not going to be a two-faced bitch yet. Not my favorite look. I know. I felt the same way. I love the color but I wanted it to be like more high fashion. Like, I, you know how like Lisa Rinna for her reunion look last year, like it was that like lime green, but just simple. I feel like you have to either pick a pop of fluorescent color and just a simple cut or like the design of Dana's dress in like white or black or nude. Yeah. That, so Dana actually sent me this photo and I was brutally honest with her, which I felt really bad for after because I thought she was asking for my advice when they had actually taped. But I told her that it wasn't my favorite look. It's different for her. And I actually love seeing Dana more dressed up than usual because she looks gorgeous. And I feel like a lot of the time she's dressed very minimally, you know, just like a, a tank top and jeans. So I do like seeing her dressed up. I just yeah. think that um, it was a little too much jewelry with the glitter and the color and the shoulder pads. But yeah. um, she could never look bad if she tried. So I wish she had, you know, I wish she had just worn a potato bag because then I could have been like, you suck, but you look great. <laughs> oh my God. She, she always looks amazing. It's actually really frustrating. The, the thing that frustrates me more about this photo is that had I been wearing this dress, I would look so fucking stupid. And still fuckable. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, I feel like I would look like I was wearing a Halloween costume if they put that dress on. Like, I just could not rock that. That would not be a thing for you me. Definitely pull it off more than we can. Oh, I love you. I maybe I, w- I would definitely scream Real Housewives of New Jersey adjacent. I feel like if I put it on, James Kennedy. <laughs> mm, I don't know. <laughs> I I see I I see I see the effort. I see what he's trying to do. Um let let's put it this way if my boyfriend was wearing this suit, I would have been like, "Can you please go home and change?" <laughs> I just saw a thing that Raquel's going to try to do. His girlfriend is going to try to do pageants again and like document it for all of us. That's cute. I would watch it. I like Raquel. I know. I would watch it. Would you? Have you ever done pageants? No. I said I like Raquel. 
got it. No, I know. I, I would you. watch it because I like Raquel. <laughs> I um, I I feel like you would actually be really funny to watch in a pageant because you'd kill it, but everyone would annoy the fuck out of you if you were doing a pageant. I would be the worst at doing a pageant. I would fall. I would, you know, I'd be the one who forgets to take out my tampon when I'm doing the bikini walk. Like that would, that would be me. Um, but yes, I would hate all these girls. I would definitely be the black sheep and not get on with any of them. Uh, all right. We got two more. Who would you rather quarantine with? Countess Luann or Leah McSweeney? Don't know these. I, I don't watch all of these. <laughs> okay, next. Kyle Richards or Denise Richards? Kyle Richards. Probably Kyle. I love a Jewish mom. <laughs> love it. All right. Kristen Cavalieri or Khloe Kardashian? Definitely Khloe Kardashian. <laughs> I know. I feel like Kristen and Jay got divorced immediately after they were stuck in the Bahamas for like three weeks. So I feel like Khloe would definitely be a better choice at this point. I've had inside a scoop details about the situation. It was a long time coming, but can't say more. Oh, come on. Can, can I just quickly say, don't like Katie for the reunion. Love Kristen. Kind of like Stassi. Liked Lala. And that's all I'm going to say. Okay, carry on. <laughs> I'm happy you got that out there. That makes me happy. Um, okay. Uh, and last but not least, Britney Spears or Lady Gaga? Ooh, very interesting. I think it would I I think I would get my head chopped off if I didn't say Britney Spears on this podcast. <laughs> so for my MVP, I'm going to say Britney Spears. You're so sweet. I love you. See, I feel like I would be like, "Well, what year Britney Spears?" I don't think I would want to be quarantined with her right now. <laughs> what year? <laughs> <Britney Spears? laughs> like 2001 Britney, I'm here for it. Um I also think Lady Gaga is too like emotional and serious, and I need I would need a little bit of Britney's craziness during this time. Yeah, we would need to have fun. Actually, Britney would just be fun. She'd be painting and doing weird dance workouts, and I think you made the right choice there. I really do. Um, <laughs> well, thank you for playing. Who would you rather quarantine with? You're amazing. Um, now I want to know. I want to go on to. I think was it your mom's birthday yesterday? I feel like I saw a bunch of stuff about you celebrating. Am I wrong? Yes. Yeah, so my mom's birthday yesterday and my dad's birthday a month ago. Oh my gosh. So I want to know, because I feel like we've had a lot of holidays during quarantine. We've had Easter. I mean, Cinco de Mayo. We've had all these things, birthdays and Mother's Day is coming up. I want to know, what have you been doing to celebrate the people in your life that you love when you really can't do much, but just hang out at home? Okay. So we've done a few things. So, um, We've done a couple of like family Zooms where we would like do a, um, like family Zooms to say happy birthday. Mm -hmm. For a friend's birthday in London, we did a pub quiz. So, um, we all went on Zoom, 23 of us and, you know, planned this whole like quiz situation with teams and people won and everyone was like drinking wine and that was super fun. My oh, I best love friend, that. Yeah, that was really fun. Um, my best friend's 30th is today. So her husband and I created a video. So we got all her friends to send us like a little video of themselves with a little, a little message. And we edited this like 20 minute video with, you know, fit photos, music, all their messages. And it was like a really nice um, gift for her. For my mom and dad, we just kind of did um, a socially distanced 
um, birthday dinner um, because, you know, my brother and my sister and my sister's children. So, you know, we were kind of spread spread out throughout the house and very careful, always washing our hands because we have been quarantined for a while now. We haven't seen anyone except yeah. for each other. So, but we were just still cautious. That sounds perfect. You know what? I think I'm going to try to do this weekend. Um, this isn't really in line with like celebrating or anything. It's more just something to like spice up the daily routine. I think we're going to try to do like wine tasting throughout the condo. So we're going to put like, (laughs) we're going to try to put like different bottles of wine all throughout and pretend like, you know, we're, um, you know, just going to go wine tasting. I feel like, uh, right. I feel like it's the little things that we just have to like trick our brains into thinking we're actually doing fun stuff when we're really still just sitting at home. Um, I want to know, do you have any uh, tips for Mother's Day gifts or anything you think would make a mom happy that we could do this weekend that you would recommend? I mean, are you guys able to order online? Yes. So I've said she's definitely bombshell in. Hi, mom. She's definitely going to listen to this probably before Mother's Day. Uh, she's, I ordered one of her gifts probably over a week and a half ago. And I just got an alert that it's delayed. I feel like everything I've ordered has gotten delayed. Um, so Mother's Day is really going to be like May 13th for her, basically. Um, I have a great gift, actually. Let me, um, cause you know, everyone is at home and everyone's cooking. Yes. Um, and so there's this pan that I saw that is called the always pan on from our place.com. And it is so cute. It's, um, how much is it? It's $145. So it's quite a lot of money actually, but if you have money to spend on your mother, you should, um, and it's a four piece set. So you can do anything. Uh, it's like, ugh, you have to look at the, I'll send you a link to it. It's so cute. I saw it the other day and, um, I actually ordered it from my mom, but I hope she doesn't listen to this podcast. Um, I just sent you the link and the one that I got is like kind of pinky, you know, very Deanna, super cute. I think you can fry, you can boil, you can do so many things. Um, and everything kind of stores itself within the pan, even like the spatula, everything. So it's really good. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, it has a modular lid, you know, um, nesting stainless steel steamer basket. You can do so many things. So I love this. Um, I, I think, you know, it's really nice to try and think in terms of quarantine, because although we are going to come out, people are still going to be doing more things at home. So that's why I suggest anything cooking, you know, maybe a cool new mixer. Um, you know, who would you be if you weren't purchasing a tie and dye set for quarantine? I'm sure. And maybe like fuzzy slippers. Um, you know, I got my ones from ASOS. They have so many on other different websites, but I think anything for the house would be really nice for your mom during this time. Get her face teamer, get her a, a cold roller or something. Uh, I love both of those. I, um, I felt bad because the first gift I got, I knew was being delayed. So I went on Amazon yesterday and I've always been afraid to buy like workout clothes on Amazon because you never know like quality, you know, like there's certain things where I depend on certain brands because I know the quality is good, but I had sent, my mom does love working out. Like that's, she's always instilled that in me. And I sent her workout pants, I think for her birthday or something from Amazon and they weren't expensive at all. I'll post the link. So yesterday I went on because I knew this is something she could get like in a few days. So I went and ordered her these like really cute, like workout pants. Even if you just type in yoga pants on Amazon, 
they really have good quality pants that come up. They're not that expensive and you can get them right away. So I definitely recommend that too. Yeah. If you're um, money, the bangles, you know, the ones, the ankle weights, the, the bangles that I got that were on sale. Do you remember? Oh gosh, I still need to get those. I think they're really good. They're really aesthetically pleasing. You can, you know, sometimes I wear mine when I'm walking the dog just to like get an, an extra bit of workout in, even though I'm not doing it. Totally. I, um, I feel like you're the best dog mom in the world. I feel like Luna, happy Mother's Day to you for Thank Luna. You. Thank you. I agree. I, I, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Do you have any tips for anyone that is a dog mom that's quarantined? Like, have you noticed a change in Luna or is Luna more of like an emotional support dog for you at this point? Like, that's such what? A good question. Right? Like, I just want to know, like, have you noticed any changes or is Who Luna... more to the table, me or Luna? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, the cool thing about having a dog is that I feel like, you know, my dad always says to me, the dog is a baby, is like a baby that's never going to grow up. You're always going to have to do everything for it. But I think that there's something it's very different than having children because having a dog is like a mutual relationship. Like you get the unconditional love from a dog that you might not always get from a kid. You know, it doesn't mean that there isn't going to be a bond there, but the dog will always love you. Like the other day, you know, I stepped on her by mistake. One time I spilled hot tea on her and completely burned her ear. And like, she cried, like she was squealing like crazy, but she, like, it didn't matter to her. Like she forgot a second later, you know, and she, and I'm still her best friend in the world. Um, <laughs> terrible, by the way. I love how you said I'm a good dog mom and I'm telling you how I spilled her. <laughs> when I burned her last week, it's fine. Like, that's my dog, but she's cool. No, she's fine. Nothing happened, but she was, it, it was just a little painful for a while. Um, <laughs> It's crazy. I have found that a lot of um, my friends have been fostering dogs. Actually, my friend Jessica ended up just adopting the dog that she was fostering. And I, I want to give a shout out. Um, I do have a friend, Shira um, Ostrop, and she is the founder and CEO of the Animal Rescue Mission in LA. So if you go to theanimalrescuemission.org, and I'll post the link in the podcast, there are so many dogs that need to be adopted or fostered, especially during this time. Um, I definitely recommend doing that. If you're feeling lonely or if you just want to reach out and help, I definitely recommend doing that. It's, it's a great tip because it's a very mutual relationship. So I, you know, have more time to look after her because I'm with her more than I would be when I'm, you know, working and busy in LA, but she's not able to play outside as much and she's not able to socialize with dogs as much. So I think it's kind of 50, 50 for her. But she actually brings a lot of joy to my life because I'm quarantined by myself. So having, you know, to, having to get out of bed and walk her in the morning, having that purpose has actually really helped me. But it's always helped me because I suffer from like depression and anxiety. And she's always helped me in that sense. But during quarantine, um, I think that she gives me purpose. And I've definitely looked after her more. Like I brush her every day now. I brush her teeth more often, which I were things that I wasn't doing before. So she's definitely getting treated a bit more. I want to know, you do say that you suffer from anxiety, depression. I want to know, have you been allowing yourself to just have like a bad day or 
just kind of go through the emotions or have you been trying to just like really keep it like positive so I've never on a podcast before I've never said this on a podcast before um oh really yeah but um so I the the thing that I've done during this quarantine is that at first the first couple of weeks I was like I'm gonna use quarantine to be my worst self because I know that it's so important to have purpose and to always you know work out and do this and feel good and look great and do this but I just needed some time to not do any of those things so I ate a lot I didn't you know I I haven't worn concealer or foundation or anything on my face in like over a month like the only thing I ever put on me is mascara um you know I didn't I didn't get my roots I didn't do anything I just let myself go eight I wasn't really working out now I am a little bit a tiny bit because I feel like I need to get that sweat in otherwise I can't function um just being alone in the house but yeah I just allowed myself to be my worst self and some it might make some people more depressed but it actually just gave me some time to rest and to think things and I actually had a bunch of cool ideas and business ideas you know for the future cuz you know I'm sure a lot of us has are going to have to reassess our careers and our professional lives and you know now that I feel like I've gone I've gotten over this like I'm going to be a vegetable on my couch phase I'm slowly starting to incorporate things like spinning and stuff which I wasn't doing before I got like a super cheap $200 spinning bike and like two or three times a week I'll like do a class there's 30 days free on the Peloton app so I just go on my iPad and like take these like free classes they're really easy they're definitely easier than like any spinning class you'll take in LA but you know it's just a little bit of sweat and I'm now um starting to not wear PJs all the time. I'm dressing a little bit more and I'm starting to work on things. So the way that I was coping is not really by trying to keep it all together. I kind of just let it go for a bit. I love that so much. And I wish I had done that to be perfectly honest in the beginning of quarantine. Um, because I feel like now I'm like hitting a wall where all I want to do is not wear makeup, not push myself to work out, just kind of like sit and, you know, binge watch some TV shows and just be a vegetable. And I feel like now all of my anxiety is kicking in because everyone's like coming, like, like things are getting back to normal. Things are opening. Now we're being expected to like go back to work and do all these things. And I'm like, wait, no, I like missed the boat. And so I think what you did, everyone's going to come out and no one's seen each other in so long. And you feel the pressure, like all these bitches have been working out and doing all that like wellness and healthcare and all that shit, healthcare, wellness care or whatever at home. And you're like, I wish I had taken some time to not care because I've cared throughout this whole time. And now I don't have a break. Right. Um, Yeah. I think I think that when people come out of quarantine, they're just going to care less about all that shit, if I'm honest with you. I think people are just going to be happy to be able to interact with one another. If anything, this quarantine has taught me there are so many things I can live without. There are so many things that don't really fucking matter. Um, like what? Like what, Jacqueline? I want to know. Uh, for me, I like... I don't need to be going to like CVS every single day to buy a million new products, to buy a million different things. Like I feel like I I was definitely in like a cycle of, you know, getting like takeout food all the time and just constantly consuming. And, you know, I don't need to do that. <laughs> like I'm okay. I think it's okay to like 
use all your products and, you know, eat up all your food and kind of let it get down to like nothing before like constantly buying. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, uh, what else? Uh, I don't need to constantly, I feel like I'm a go, go, go person and I'm always checking up on my friends being like, what are you guys doing? What? Like constantly not giving myself the time to just be alone with my own thoughts and with myself. And I feel like this quarantine has, you know, kind of forced me to do that and has made me realize that if I'm feeling like I need to reach out, I need to be around people, I should like take a second and check in with myself first and be like, why am I doing this? What am I avoiding? You know? For sure. And I also feel like this quarantine, I have you ever heard of To Be Magnetic with Lacey Phillips? No. It's a whole manifestation podcast. I've had her on the podcast. I should definitely, I'll send you the link to it. Um, A lot of people have reached out and signed up for a lot of her workshops and online things during this time. And she always talks about inner child work and how what you really should be doing in life is kind of what you were really good at when you're like seven or eight, like whatever you gravitate towards. And this quarantine has really shown me what I want to be doing and what I've been putting off. It's made me what really focus on what, what do you want to be doing? Um, I feel like for me right now, and I know this sounds so stupid, but I somehow manifested it. I'm now working as like the TikTok manager for, um, Plyo Jam and creating a lot of content and funny videos that involve dance, but also with a comedic twist, not taking myself that seriously. So I feel like pretty fun. What? That's really fun and really interesting. Yeah. So I don't know. Being able to to not be like a bored teenager using it as a business tool. Exactly. So for me, it's made me realize I definitely have to incorporate dance and comedy somehow into my career more, if that makes sense. That's so funny that because I realized the complete opposite. What? Tell me everything. What did you realize? Like my whole life I've been like thrown into like performing and the performing arts and I never really felt like I had a choice. And during this quarantine where I was just stuck at home, I was like, this is the first time that I have a choice. So I've started working on, you know, something that I can't actually really talk about on the podcast just yet, but I'll tell you later. And it's something that every... Every single person always tells me to do and I never fucking do it. And it wasn't what I was doing from the age of, you know, seven, but it's what I like to do now and what makes me feel like happy now. You know what? I love that. And you even touched on it before that we all have to figure out a new normal, a new way to work and a new career path because nothing's going to be the same after this. Yeah. Um, I don't think things are going to go back fully to normal after this, if I'm honest. And I'd like to think so, but I don't see it happening, especially not right away. So um, I've kind of made my peace with that. I'm okay with it, but I just hope that it doesn't completely fuck up my, you know, my dating life and things like that because I'm still single. So that's kind of a scary thought for, for a single person. But um you know, I, I, I've made my peace with it affecting my professional life. So I'm trying to still come out a little more prepared. Um, you know, I, I focus more on coming out prepared professionally than like physically, like being physically fit. 
Oh, I think that's so important. And I also, I want to know, have you been swiping in Switzerland? What's the dating situation like? So I've never been on dating apps before. And when I was in Switzerland, I realized like, um, so I, I wasn't going to be on dating apps, but my friend kind of convinced me. So I tried Hinge for the first time. And you, you know me, I think everyone's ugly. I hate everyone. I have no tolerance for any person ever. And then I kind of like swiped this guy and he wasn't my type. And I was like, he's the the least ugly, I guess. It's so mean. I'm ugly shaming all the guys in LA on Hinge, but whatever at this point. Um, and, you know, he was kind of like meh, but I was like, oh, I'm so bored anyway. I'm going to talk to him. And I start talking to this guy and he's previously dated one of my friends and broke her heart. Well, didn't break her heart, but like that, that's me exaggerating. But they had like a very intense, you know, couple weeks thing. And then he like broke it off with her or something. And it was just such a shit show. And you know, that's typical Deanna. Nothing just happens and is like smooth and easy. There's always a plot twist. And so it, it was a very funny experience because it did entertain me and it was just the plot twist I needed during this quarantine. But um, obviously I'm not speaking to the guy anymore because he dated my friend. Um, and and I wasn't even all that interested in him to begin with, if I'm honest. Um, and then there's a couple of people that I've like that have reappeared from my past that I always kind of fancy that I'm sort of talking to, but you know, can't really date. So who knows? I feel like that's fun though. Like, I think it's fun to even send like some sexy texts or just have like someone to flirt with, you know? That's fun. But the problem with me is I can't just have a meaningless flirt because I'm so. I don't know, emotionally intelligent and in tune and curious that I just, it always ends up, you know, being actually speaking with the person and having a laugh and like really like bonding. And then it comes to a point where you're like, well, I can't see you. So that, that was cool. That's nice. (laughs) That was fun. I'm done. (laughs) You know, it's never just like a cheeky, like, Hey, like, what do you put in your banana bread today? Like, no, for me, it's not like that. <laughs> Have you been making banana bread? We, no. the people need to know. <laughs> no, I, ha- I made whipped coffee, but I haven't made banana bread. It sounds disgusting uh, to me. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I have not made it. I'm over it. I think what you should do with, which is what I've been doing, if your bananas are starting to get brown, you cut them up and you put them in your freezer and that's what you use in your smoothie. You don't make fucking smoothie And your alcoholic smoothie as well, as you said on my previous podcast. That's what I'm talking about. Who the fuck cares about a banana bread? If you're going to bake, you're making a chocolate fondant. That's what you're making, not fucking banana bread. I've not baked. I have not baked one damn thing. I have. I've been making a lot of pasta. Cacio Pepe has been my go-to. I made it last night, actually. Um, But that's about it. That's the only thing I've been cooking. Um, So, really? So you've been cooking in quarantine? I was wondering Uh, about that. I haven't really been cooking, but you know, if I do cook, it's going to be like pasta and things. I know. I really, I've been eating all the bread and pasta and I've been surrendering to it. I've, I've had to like cut back a bit because things were starting to not fit right. And I was like, okay, I got to I don't have to eat bread and pasta with every meal, but still I'm letting myself do it. So yeah, I'm the same. 
It's a comfort food. Um, all right. You've made it to the Just Enough with Jacqueline segment where we talk just enough sports for the week. So anyone could talk sports. Guys, guess what? Sports isn't really happening right now. So you are in luck, Deanna. Um, we are going to talk. Whenever I come on your show, there's always an excuse to not talk about sports. And you try to make that excuse not about me. But the real excuse is I know nothing about sports. <laughs> but you do know about dating and you do know about The Bachelor. And the biggest headline this week is that Hannah Ann has been spotted dating NFL quarterback Mason Rudolph. He was a quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I want to know, have you seen the pictures of them together? I've seen the photos, but also I was dying to know who the guy was because I had heard Hannah Ann on Nick Vial's podcast. And she did say that someone famous had slid in her DMs and that she was very excited about this person. So clearly Hannah Ann has not been social distancing, first of all. Um, Definitely yeah. So I'm glad to know that it's him. Um, wait, new boyfriend. What have I seen? I've seen one photo. He's really cute. Is he? Wait, what's his name? Um, his name is Mason Rudolph. Oh yeah. Rudolph. Okay. There you yeah. go. And he started out strong. He, he had signed a four year $3.92 million contract with the Steelers after the 2018 draft. But he's been out. He's injured. So he's, you know what? The two of them aren't really working right now. Um, <laughs> you know, and so I feel like this would be the perfect time for them to date, to be honest. He's a little goofy looking. Oh, see, I, you know what? He looks different in every picture. There's one picture, and I'll have to send it to you, where he looks really hot. But then there's another picture I'm looking at right now, actually, where he's being carried off the field. And he, he looks like a confused, more like Italian version of Bachelor Pete. I, exactly. I feel like maybe he's just not that photogenic. I'm sure he'd be really good looking in real life. Oh, yeah. I feel like she's a little um, jersey chaser, though, because she was also linked to another NFL guy right before him. Really? So I don't know. She has a type. Maybe that's why her and Pete didn't work out. She likes, I she mean, likes the best player. If I was famous and NFL people wanted to date me, I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't either. I'd be like, yeah, let's do this. Why not? Like, you know, I mean, it's fair enough. Like we can call her a Jersey Chaser, but I wouldn't say no to an athlete. Exactly. I mean, she might be our next wag. You never know. Like that series could come back and it, it could be Hannah Ann just starring on wags. Um, I wouldn't hate it. I also, I want to recommend, even to you, uh, if you are not watching the Last Dance series on uh, ESPN, you are missing out. I never gave a shit about basketball, and I am obsessed now. It's on every Sunday night. The last um, two weeks have involved, like, Dennis Rodman. Carmen Electra was on it. And it just, there was so much inside basketball, and it's it's just so crazy. I, I am just obsessed with it. So I definitely yeah, recommend watching that. Everyone's been saying that. Yeah, and it's, it's also great because you can watch it with the whole family. Like, it's something you can sit down and watch with your brother, your dad, your mom. Like, there's something for everyone in this series. And then you can even jump to the 30 for 30 episodes. Again, this is not sponsored by ESPN. I'm just, you know, I'm letting you relate. Um, if you're, if you're, yeah, for the people. 
Exactly. Especially if you are texting with a guy on Hinge or whatever, it's it's a good conversation starter. If you're like, I don't give a shit about sports, but I've been watching this series and it humanizes all these players and it actually, you know, makes you care about them. So it's something to talk about with your boyfriend, your brothers, your dad, anyone. So you know, I definitely I recommend love that. series that humanizes people that we don't see as humans. Like even when it's about, you know, serial killers and they show you the other side and you almost like feel empathy for them, which you yeah. You, should, you know, you you feel sorry for them, not empathy. Like, obviously, nothing excuses that. You know, please take that out. But um, I'm just saying, it just, <laughs> I just like it when people show you another perspective, and it makes you think. Like, sometimes I can feel bad for you know the crazy person who doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. But anyway, yeah, it's crazy. No, because they're usually very charismatic. <laughs> the villains always have like something. I don't know, but I get what you're saying. I actually yeah. also. Two different shows, and then I want to know what you've been binging and watching and what you can recommend to the meatballs. Um, I just, so Dead to Me with Christina Applegate and Linda Cardellini dropped last night. So I started watching that again. Um, So I definitely recommend that. Okay. Um, Have you seen it on Netflix? I've seen the first one, but I haven't started this series yet. Okay, I feel like it had a slow start. Again, I fell asleep midway through the first episode of this season. So again, yeah. Yeah, I got, it was also like 2 a.m. and I was sipping on a high noon. And so I woke up basically. Have you had a high noon yet? No. What is that? Is it a qu- quarantine thing I'm not aware of? Uh, no, it's it's kind of like a White Claw, but better. And I feel like more um, healthy and organic. It's like a vodka soda with real fruit juice that comes in a can. I'm obsessed. Oh, nice. Um, I'm going to have to try that when I come to America again, which is probably why I haven't tried it. There them. you go. Oh, I'm going to try to like send them to you. I wonder if I could Amazon you some high noons. Um, (laughs) And then also HBO, there's a new documentary series on Natalie Wood, the actress. And I grew up, my mom was obsessed with Natalie Wood. And that was another thing where it was just such an inside look at the day that she disappeared and they found her body off the coast of Catalina. And it was just so incredible to see all this footage of her and to hear all these like interviews with her that I didn't know about and her kids. It's just, I, I want to rewatch the documentary because I am just so enamored with the entire thing. So I definitely recommend that too. Great recommendations. I'm going to have to. I, I want to know. What so we don't really have HBO in Europe. So I've been, you know, um, on Netflix, obviously so many shows there's, oh, I've watched so many shows. So we have Unorthodox, which is about, you know, the little Orthodox religious girl. It's a four series. It's a four episode series. Very cool. Very interesting. Huh? Esty. That's her name. I watched the whole series. It was so good. Wasn't it so good? Like I just, I'm Jewish, but it showed me a completely different perspective of like what it's like to be an Orthodox Jew. Cause I didn't even know. Cause I'm not Orthodox. You know, I don't do all those things. Yeah. Um, I had no idea. No, it's amazing. This is, these are all very intense shows that I've been watching, but there's one that is not. So there's that. There's another one that came out this time last year, but that is so underrated and definitely super dramatic and one of the best shows I've watched, which is um, Quicksand on Netflix. I'm always, I watched it twice. I was so obsessed with it. And then I, um, Money Heist, which is one of my favorite shows of all time. Then recently, oh there's a new one that's called um, Locked Up, which is kind of a mix. It's also a Spanish show. So it's mixed with Money Heist, Prison Break, and Orange is the New Black, but in so much better and just 
incredible. And then the last one is Too Hot to Handle, which I'm sure you've watched. So fucking funny. The best. Oh my God. I haven't watched it yet. Oh my God. I, I watched it twice, which is so embarrassing, but it's the best reality show of all time. Oh my God. And that, coming from you, that means a lot. Like you are going to laugh and laugh. And it was the funniest thing I've seen on reality TV in a long time. I did. Um, I did a deep dive. There was a girl who maybe you posted it. She was singing a beautiful song. She was on Too Hot to Handle. She's Irish, blonde. Yeah. And did you post that? I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. So I, I clicked on her and then I was just like going through all her stuff yesterday. And I was like, okay, I could be into this. I liked her. They're really tacky. It's so funny. It is so funny and it's mixed. So they have English people, Australian, American people from all different cultures, which just makes it so much more fun to watch. Oh my God. You're so fun to watch. Okay. I'm going to ask you two more questions and then I will let you go. Thank you so much for being here. Um, I want to know because you've had such amazing people on your podcast before quarantine, during quarantine. Do you have any like favorite conversations or anything you learned interviewing these people that you can recommend to the meatballs or any episodes that they should definitely listen to? Oh, yeah. So you want to listen to the Quarantine Zilla Happy Hour with um, Dana and Danica because I've never actually had a two person interview. Um, two different guests on my podcast. And it wasn't, you know, my typical interview where I ask about scoops and like details about Vanderpump Rules. It was just us being girls and chilling and talking about what we've been doing during quarantine. And that was quite different for me because usually I like to extract the juice and get all the gossip. And a lot of people messaged me and told me that was their favorite episode of all because it was just so cash. And we, you know, shared so much details about sex and cooking and life and being a girl and rants and people just like that episode. So I would recommend this one. And if you've watched Love is Blind, um, this one with Diamond Jack, you know, the girl who got engaged to Carlton, who was bisexual and didn't tell her. And they had this yeah. massive fight on TV. She came, got real sassy. Um, very, very savage on my episode talking about what happened during the show. So that's also a really interesting episode. And obviously the Bachelorette happy hour that I did with you, with Jen, Lauren, and Rachel, where we basically talk about Bachelor news. Those were good ones. Those were really fun. And shout out to Lauren. She just had her baby. Congrats, Lauren and James. I'm so excited for her. He's so cute. Oh my gosh, his hair alone. He's such a little stud already and he's not even a month old. I can't Amazing. How good his hair is. <laughs> and then last but not least, before we let you go, I just want to know what you can't wait to do once you get out of quarantine and what you think the next like five years look like for you. Like what do you want to happen so we can put it out there and manifest it into the universe? Honestly, for me, like I know this is gonna sound so white girl problems, but have you realized who you're talking to yet? That's me. <laughs> um, you know, this whole time I was like, I just really want to get my hair done. Like for me, that was the one thing that I really wanted to do. Now that my roots have grown out and that I don't really care, I feel like I could probably do without and that I was definitely going to the hairdressers way too much before quarantine. So at least, at least I've learned that. But, you know, I can't wait to be able to go into like a spinning class again because that's always fun with music. I really just want to be able to... I don't care so much for restaurants, but I do want to be able to hang out with my friends. Like that's something that I really want to be able to do and um, get together with my friends. And I'd love to get a facial. 
<laughs> what, 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 what can't you wait to do? Uh, it's funny. I just did an interview and I literally said, I can't wait to get a real spray tan in person. I miss it so much. Um, and I really do want a new weave. I need, I, I, and I know again, these do sound like white girl problems, but it's something that they are valid as well. Like I, my hair is my non-negotiable. I don't feel myself without my hair. Yeah. My hair looks like shit right now. Um, And I, I definitely like my weave. I usually wear the clip-ins and they're all like the clips aren't working. It's like, finally it's time. And so I actually need a recommendation of like what website I should order um, new clip-ins or like a hair halo. I don't even know what to do, but uh, yeah, I need to figure oh, that out. Question. Cause I've never done clip-ins. I can't put them in myself. Yeah. It's rough. I, I don't know. I, had, I wish I had a solution for clip-ins. I mean, yeah. I know where they make really good clip-in hairs, but they only sell to professionals. It's called the London Hair Lab. So if you can get your hairstylist to call them up and get your hair clip-ins from them, they're really, really good. Ugh. All right. What a um, and yeah, I also, I just, I miss my family. Um, that's one thing that's been like really tough during this time. Like I even, we've been doing a lot of Zooms and I have two nieces that like to put on little like dance shows for us on the Zoom. And I felt so bad the last time we did it, I got like teared up watching them. And I felt, I think it's just like almost too much. Cause I don't know the next time I'm going to see them. Yeah. And I think that has also been like the hardest part. It just like breaks my heart that like, I, I don't know what the future holds. I don't know what our like summer is going to look like for me. I look forward to going to the Jersey shore or going to new Orleans and that I don't know if that's going to happen. So I think. So uh, funny that you say that because I came back to Switzerland for that exact reason. Like I didn't know when I was going to be able to see my family again. So I just came home because, you know, my medical insurance and my family, but I'm now on the opposite end of the stick where I'm like, I don't know when I'm going to have a social life again. <laughs> Oh my gosh, we need to like parent trap it and like switch lives. I live. <laughs> and what do you want um, for the future? Let's just put that out there. Where do you see yourself in a year? Honestly, like I just, I I actually have no fucking idea. Like this, this whole phase has confused me. It's made me afraid to even want things at this point. So I'm just living day by day. I think that's the perfect answer. I really do. I feel the yeah. same way. Where I, for me, it's been like, I want a Netflix special. I want to be on an HBO series. I want to do all this. And now it's like, I just want to wake up tomorrow and be happy and like make it through the day, you know? Literally, I know that I want to manifest things, but I don't want to be disappointed. And so far, this entire situation has been extremely disappointing on so many levels. Professional, you know, private life, family, you know, living situation, and so I'd rather just set the bar super low and be pleasantly surprised. Exactly. <laughs> um, well, you have definitely made my quarantine way better. Um, pimp yourself out and tell the meatballs where they can find you and listen to your podcast and just do all the things. Thank you so much for having me. Always love coming on the show and having you on mine and just chatting about all girly things. We like all the same things. Um, so you can find me on Instagram at Deanna Espier, D-I-A-N-A-E-S-P-I-R. Slightly kind of changed my vibe on there. I used to post photos of myself all the time and now I just don't really anymore. I do more like, you know, little IGTVs of like my podcast and 
celeb news and sometimes the occasional style photo, but not really as much anymore. And then obviously on the You Can't Sit With Me podcast, I recap all your favorite reality TV shows and Netflix shows and interview all of your favorite reality TV personalities and friends, including Jacqueline. Yay. No, you've been killing it. And I I especially love the episode you did with Dana and Danica also because you guys just kept it real. And I felt like I was hanging out with my girlfriends, you know, so that's what I hope you meatballs feel like after listening to this. Um, I want to thank you again so much. I am such a a moron when it comes to times and Deanna. It's my fault. Like I'm so (laughs) stupid. So no, I appreciate you coming on and just being a freaking delight and keeping it real. You are such goals. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. And- I miss you so much, Jacqueline. I had to say it because it's true. Let's be cheesy for a sec. No, I miss you too. Um, and happy Mother's Day to your gorgeous mom, to all the moms out there. Happy Mother's Day. Happy, happy Mother's, Mother's Day, Day to you, to Luna. Um, and to, to my mom, Bomb Shellen. I hope I get to see you and squeeze you and give you a hug soon. Happy Mother's um, Day, Jacqueline's mom. <laughs> thank you. you. Look at your daughter. Thank you. <laughs> Um, and meatballs please rate review and subscribe to the podcast and most importantly share with your friends I'm Jacqueline Marfugi this is What's Your Jersey and we'll catch you on the flip side bye just put your paws up cause you were born this way baby Told me when I was young, we're all on superstars.